Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 158, recorded live on Sunday, June 20th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who was most likely at school while E3 was going on, Dave Pillay. Hey. Is that correct? Maybe. Okay. The man who was most likely in his car while E3 was going on, Andy Lowe. Hi. And our guest this week from V, was it VG Revolution or VG? Yes. Yes, VG Revolution. The man who was at Perhaps E3. That would have been, that would have been a good down before yeah. we Dave, started. Dave, I'm still doing the intro here. Shush. Our guest this week from VG Revolution, the man who was at E3 while E3 was going on, John. Hey, guys. And I'm still hungover from E3. Awesome. Uh, Nothing you like not that. our first guest to be hungover. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, It was a long week. I just, let's just say that. Well, let's see. It started out even before E3 started on Sunday. Yeah, and that's exactly why this was a long week for E3, because everything basically started Sunday evening at the uh, Microsoft Cirque du Soleil. Uh, I don't know what they're calling extravaganza. it. Extravaganza. Yeah, extravaganza. I, I guess it's the it was the world premiere of Natal. That was what our wristband said. But now we all know it was the world premiere of Connect. So that was uh, interesting. It's hard to say. You know, was it good or was it bad? The show, like the Cirque du Soleil people, phenomenal show. Blew our minds. It was a little weird when we come in and they're handing out white ponchos. <laughs> Everyone thought Gallagher was showing up. It was kind of funny. But once, actually, once this. The shoulder pads lit up. We're all like, all right, that's creepy. Just in case you didn't actually see the show as I'm explaining it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm wondering how much those ponchos cost. I don't know. They took them back from us. <laughs> So some people took them. I don't know what you would do with them because it's really, I don't know. There's no, you have no purpose. I don't know how, we don't know how you would turn them on to make them glow. So, uh, but needless to say, uh, it was an interesting event. The Cirque du Soleil part of it was amazing. Their whole little show thing and everything they did was just crazy. We we're trying to figure out like how they were doing it the entire time. We we're like, there's mirrors there. And then, oh, that one's on a rope. There's definitely a rope. And then when, at the end where they hand the ball, like the thing, and then we're like, oh, that's an animatronic walking across the, the uh, upside down. And then when she, handed the, the quote-unquote animatronic hands the little kid a ball. We're like, damn it, that's not an animatronic. <laughs> so, uh, it was, you know, it was definitely interesting. We didn't really learn much about, you know, Connect more so than what we already knew. So, I was like, alright, whatever. But the show itself was pretty cool. For some reason, we all thought that we were supposed to be getting hands on time with it. We didn't <laughs> at the event. So, that was a little strange. And uh, Yeah, I don't know what else to say about this event because there really wasn't any information where I was like, oh, look at this, other than the name. Well, there was a little bit other than connect right i mean there was the, the voice control which is sort yeah, but, see, of we, part of it. but we learned more of it at the actual press conference like the nitty-gritty of the stuff than what we did at, at the world premiere thing is more just a show i mean yeah we did see like the star wars game that they're working on and we saw the i don't know disney is somehow going to be involved there wasn't really much information on it other than the uh you know when you wish upon a star tinkerbell flying around the, the place but you know the big issue was that we that a lot of us had is that it was obvious that they weren't actually using connect for anything and we actually saw we you know basically uh verified that when we saw the exact same video displays you know same exact stuff at the actual e3 so it's basically they just choreographed to video mm -hmm. which all right i understand that it's a show you know they can't <laughs> you can't have a glitch like you know your xbox red ringing <laughs> in the middle of a Cirque du Soleil show but that's why it's like all right there's really no information like a lot of us you know from the media and from these different blog sites and whatnot are sitting there with our notebooks out ready to take down notes and stuff are like all right 
schedule. This is pointless. Where's the so, booze? Yeah, exactly. There was no booze at the Microsoft event. Oh, they don't know how to throw an event. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was you know, it, like I said, it was an awesome show. Cirque du Soleil, amazing show. And yeah, that was basically Sunday night. Sunday night was an early night, which was a good day. Uh, Monday. I, do you want me to keep going into Monday now? Should I stop the entire trip? Every day. We can just get a, a blow by blow of the entire conference and call it a day. Pretty much. Yeah. Monday was Microsoft in the morning, which again, they were like, they started to show off with like, hey, we're going to talk about the core gamer because basically we pissed on the core gamer and the night before with Connect and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they showed like, what, four or five new games that we would be interested in as core gamers. MGS. So what are they defining as core gamer? I think anyone that plays with a controller and is over the age of 10. Because truthfully, Connect, while it's neat concept and neat technology, I have no desire to purchase one. It just is, you know, how you can't walk in the game, you can't do shooters in the game, you, in it, you can't. There's so many things you can't do that you know we all play. When you look at games like Joyride and stuff, it's like the cars are already going. You're just basically steering and braking. So how am I supposed to play like a fours or three in that? You know, it doesn't translate into the actual you know games that are selling and make all the money. It's great for families. It's great for kids. It's got some neat concepts like played uh, Ubisoft's motion sports so we tried it out with the skiing and you know that worked really well and that that type of game it works with but like a Forza 3 it can't, you just can't you don't have you know you just don't have the controls that you would look for in a game or you can't play it with a Halo there's no way to run you know you can't tell your guy to go forward. You'll be running around your around your house, you know, running into walls. So it just it doesn't. It can't translate to those core, to those quote unquote core games. You know, the games that are actually at the top of the sales list. You know, week in and week out. Now I remember reading um, somewhere that the, the, I keep on calling it Natal, which. I believe every, everyone was pulling it in Natal the entire week, and then we're making fun of each other the entire week. It's not Natal, it's Connect. Duh. It's but, Connect yeah. spelled incorrectly, damn it. Well, but it's a brilliant marketing name. How? Because it's, do you not realize this, Andy? It's Connect as, you know, it sounds like Connect the proper connecting with other people, but it's also Connect as in kinetic energy. It also is probably along the same lines as the, the kin that Microsoft just came yes. out with their phone. So, but it to me, it's still just, it's like the Project Revolution. It just, it takes a while for that name change to switch to flipping your head. To sink in. Yeah. But um, uh, I remember reading... By the end of the night. I always hated Natal. It seemed, the consensus though at the convention seemed like everyone was confused on why they did it and why they didn't leave it as Natal and just drop off the project part. I don't know, but we don't make those choices. <laughs> but I remember hearing somewhere that it wouldn't actually work very well while you're sitting down. Like, you have to be standing for it to... Yes. That's, that's the other neat, the other odd thing is every demo was in a very sanitized little booth. So we really actually truthfully don't know how it can handle being in an actual living room with tables and couches and you know varying light sources. Everything was in a either plain white booth or some sort of clear booth. So it was very very sanitized. And yeah, everything was standing. You had to be up to you know do everything. And like I said, the big thing is there's no motion. You you can't tell your character to move forward or anything. It was all jump up, duck, go to the right, go to the left, or move your hands around like an idiot. So it just well, it just it won't you know it won't translate to a lot of games. I, I understand it won't translate to a lot of the big games, but maybe it just means that we we need to change our concept of interface with the games. I mean, if you look at if you look at Ubisoft, maybe it was Ubisoft. The menu interface that they used with Connect. Yes, the not the actual game. The game itself would look like crap. It was you know we fit, but the menu interface was brilliant. Yes, the menu. Yeah, I think you're thinking of the U shape probably. Yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. The menu stuff is is awesome, but are you going to spend? And we, I mean, we don't know how much it is. The uh, rumor that was floating around was somewhere between one forty nine and one eighty nine. Uh, most of the uh, retailers now have been pre selling it as $150. So are you going to spend $150 to control menus? 
Oh, hell no. <laughs> exactly. And believe me, it was neat seeing like the menu control and when like they were demoing ESPN and it's all voice activated and stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. But it doesn't constitute $150 in no way. <laughs> you know, I would love being able to just walk into the room and go Xbox, turn on Xbox, start Netflix and start Netflix and not have to pick up a remote. That'd be great. But I'm not spending $150 yeah. for that. It's I don't know. It's going to be it's very it's going to be very niche. It's going to definitely, definitely hurt Nintendo, I think, uh, just because yeah. the, so the, the games look tons better. Everyone was saying that, you know, when Nintendo was doing the Wii when they first came out, that this is niche and that this won't be big. And it was the best selling console out there. Uh, yeah. I mean, my opinion on that is that a lot of people bought it, but it's sitting in closets now. Like when you talk, when we were talking to people in line for Kinect, it's all like, so what do you think about this compared to like the Wii and stuff? It's like, well, I bought a Wii, played it for about 45 minutes. Now it's been in a closet ever since. So I think that's, you know, I think yeah, that's a majority people are still of Wii's. buying it. Yeah. <sighs> people are still buying it and playing Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort because now it comes with the, the, the Motion Plus. Motion Plus. The Motion Plus, right. And that's about it. Yeah. Exactly. Ask people how often, they, how long they play their Wii for compared to an Xbox 360. And I think then that number will definitely be uh, a lot different. I mean, I believe me, I want to. I would want to get a Wii just for the Tiger Woods 11 because it's just awesome on it, the way that the game plays. But that would be the, that's the only reason that I would want one. It's like, and even then, I'm not going to be playing it for as many hours as I would my Xbox 360. Uh, just, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's niche. It's got those couple of great games and, you know, that you'll play and love for, you know, a couple days and that's it. It's not something that you'll be constantly turning on and, you know, constantly using on a you know, constant basis. Uh, the other thing is, you Young, you know, there's a lot of kids in this freaking world. <laughs> That's the bottom line. You know, the age right now, you know, is rather low of gamers. So it's obviously there's going to be a ton of them sold. Well, wait, but the the average age, according to oh my to, god, you guys have facts. Or Why can't you is, get facts? Is like 32, 33, somewhere around there. I see it, 35. Oh, 35 now? Uh, or hold on. The average. This is from this is from the ESA. When were these numbers taken? I have no idea. But I'll quote them as uh, it's true. The average game player is 35 years old and has been playing games for 12 years. Average age of most frequent game purchasers is 39. This must be recent because it's in 2009. 25% of Americans over the age of 50 play video games and increased from 9% in 1999. I don't know. It's still it's still a niche. I don't care what the numbers say. <laughs> you're not spending as many hours playing your Wii or you're going to be playing Connect as you would a Red Dead Redemption. So what about the... Uh, okay, so I'm just going now through the rest of Microsoft's press conference. So you had the Connect stuff and then you had yeah. the new... You have ESPN. Yeah, you have ESPN. ESPN, which, which is nice, but we were trying to figure this out. We don't believe NFL is part of that because of the NFL network deal and whatnot, which kind of sucks. Yeah, but even the Big Ten has their own network, but they still show some of their games on ESPN. Yes, and I think that just because it's college and the way college football works and the way that the NFL works, they want as much money as possible and they don't want you to ever touch or use their stuff ever, ever, ever. Anyway. Yeah, the whole fact with the Big 12 now having 10 teams and the Big Ten now having 12 teams. Really? Who did the Big Ten add? Dave, have you not been paying attention? I, I I knew that they were talking about it, but I haven't gotten a chance to really read up on they, it lately. They added Nebraska like a couple of days ago. Okay, if it was a couple of days ago, I don't feel so bad, but Nebraska? Yeah, it's all you about the Cornhuskers? Yes. Joy. Yeah, nothing like driving all the way to Nebraska for an away game for some other college sport like swimming or something. But yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the money, so hey, if the college football can get on any sort of screen possible, wonder how much yeah. Microsoft is paying them for this. <laughs> well, I see this as ESPN continuing their trend of kind of diversifying and moving away from the TV. Oh, you going know, to ESPN <laughs> 3 online? What? Uh, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. let's put it this way. It's a great addition. I thought it was a great addition when they announced it. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I know people who are not ever going to use this. <laughs> ever. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that are not going to use Yeah, but you know, I, I haven't used Facebook or Twitter on my 360. Yeah. But I think it's different just because of the fact that it's 
just the you know what the content is. I mean, Twitter and Facebook, it's more you putting in content and taking out content. I would say, and or vice versa. You know, it's a two way street with Facebook and Twitter. With ESPN, it's a one way street. You know, just the content coming from them. So I think it. You know, just it's easier. Like I don't use Twitter or Facebook because it's too much of a pain in the ass to use it on my console when I can use it on my laptop. But if I am trying to watch a game that's not in my area, like trying to watch an Eastern Michigan game or something, because I'm on the west side of the state, so I'm not really gonna be able to watch them on TV. But if I can watch it on my 360, hey, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and that's and that's where I think it's gonna be a big thing. I mean, granted, you're, it's gonna be hit or miss if you you know you'll be able to get an out of market game. But you know when you do or your news updates, you know if maybe you just want. Oh, here's what I was looking for. You know maybe if you just want to jump on and see score or something, you know it'd be much easier to do that than you know have to flip back and forth on inputs on your TV and blah 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 blah. So yeah, I'm looking. All right, I'm looking at the ESPN promotion page for this, and it's featured content: NCAA football, NCAA baseball, college bowl games, NBA, MLB, soccer, golf, and tennis majors. So actually, there's no even auto racing on this, which is odd, and then no NFL. Man, NASCAR would have been a big. Thing. Uh, would have been big since we don't have any new NASCAR games in the past freaking I don't know how many years it's been since we had a NASCAR game. Isn't Gran Turismo Five going to have NASCAR in it though now? Yes, it will, and I can talk about that because. But wait, but we need a fit. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll get to Sony later. Sorry for um, jumping ahead, but. <laughs> um, so what else Microsoft have? Metal, I'm trying to look it up because my brain has been much. The dance thing it was pretty neat. And that's coming out harmonics for, uh, and that's we're going to be for Connect. That was it seemed pretty neat. I, I mean, we got to see watch a live demo of it. None of us wanted to get in front of the crowd and dance like a bunch of morons. I would so, have yeah, concept. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Andy would have. I don't understand though how. It, like I said, we didn't really get a chance to get up there. It doesn't seem. It's weird because there's like ten people dancing in front of it, but the game wasn't like shooting out information for ten people or anything. So I don't understand that concept. I think it's. It would seem like it was literally you're just dancing through a screen. I know in the single player, definitely they're showing, you know, it's watching you. And if you don't do the move right, it, you know, you get less points or it slows down and everything. You know, it, you know that's neat. That's another you know neat game. But, you know, that was a neat concept and that works. But again, how many people are going to actually sit and, walk and dance? And, you know, is that what you're going to play for? You know, how long do you play a game? I can easily play a game for five to eight hours. Are you going to sit and dance for that long? <laughs> you know, I, I, I would have asked the same thing about playing with a plastic guitar. I, yeah, but see, but that even there's something going on is, I don't know, there's a little bit more to that. I, yes, I can see what you're saying with that. Well, th- there's a lot more physical exertion to dancing for five hours than it is just for playing Guitar Hero for five hours. Yeah, and you got other True. things now with Guitar Hero. That's a good way stuff. to build stamina. Okay, Dave, for what? Your dance marathon uh, circuit hey, that you're going to be going on? There is a U of M dance marathon. Well, yeah, everybody has dance marathons, but are you going to do it now just because you've been practicing with your... Absolutely. Absolutely not. Um, let's see. There was the Call of Duty map packs. Call of Duty map packs. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Metal Gear Solid Rising. That was really neat. It, did, um, it didn't seem much like a Metal Gear Solid game to me, though. No, it, it, I agree with you. There was, I mean, I'm assuming that there'll be guns and there'll be more stuff. I mean, all we saw was this new cut and take thing. And, I mean, that was really neat. Him cutting through buildings and even ending with how precise you could be and that you could cut up a watermelon. It was really, it's a neat cut concept hopefully it's not all that sword play because that will get boring really quick and dull unless they but give you was, a plastic sword with it <laughs> yeah so you can swing in front of your tv Again, that won't end badly <laughs> that can't be a connected game because you can't walk <laughs> yeah it's, maybe it's so. a it's a rail sorter instead of a rail shooter like a, it automatically moves your guy and you're just sitting there swinging your sword around while standing still yeah i don't know force rails i'm trying to think what uh the other call, call of duty black ops uh looks pretty badass again uh, you know one thing i learned this year from because like and it, 
I think Microsoft really killed it is by having these multiple events showing off the same thing is a lot of their demos those aren't really demo. there's no one really playing those games they're just sitting up there holding a controller because even Black Ops we saw the same demo at the Activision thing like it's exactly the same video oh, yeah, good that's, times. that's how they generally do it yeah it's just a little scary just because you don't know now what has been polished and what has been kind of you know cleaned up a little bit you know in video post-production but the fact is it was still a badass looking game it just it looked a lot of fun the graphics of it like on this, unfortunately we weren't live at the event we were uh, satellite viewing so we still got to see it in nice HD on the screen on a big screen and it just looked sick definitely a lot more excited for Black Ops now than what I was before and what else Alan Wake DLC again I don't know why they compared to last year's Microsoft briefing this year's was horrible it was just totally different and more boring show um, I don't know why they like harped on all this DLC stuff throughout the thing it's like show me new games I want to see new things not old things well it's the new things from the old things I don't, they, yeah, they, they kind of really their the wad this last year on the new things they gotta they gotta recoup for a while I guess and maybe next year we'll be like alright this is awesome all awesome stuff Halo Reach the campaign very excited for seemed it felt like it was like old school like Halo like they kind of have gone back in time and you know have learned from their mistakes of the past like Halo game or so where it was very boring and just not good not a, a fan of ODST not at all oh not that's too bad at all a very so, different kind of Halo game though I mean it, it's you can't play care. it if you play Halo because you're not I, freaking Master Chief I understand that but it was I didn't like it it wasn't fun uh, uh, that's too bad I'm trying to find a list of everything just so I can see well it there's one big thing well actually one small thing that you're you're missing oh the um, the game that Space we all thought was Spartacus Blooded Sand the um, Kingdom or project name Kingdom or what code name Kingdom that we were everyone was very excited that was like they had a lot of buzz afterwards everyone was like ooh what was that and why can't we see more of it right now because it looks awesome so that one I'm definitely keeping I'm keeping an eye out for um, the, just that trailer that they showed it was like it looked very much it felt very much like Spartacus what am I missing I know I'm missing something um, it's black and shiny and costs about 300 oh, the, bucks the new oh, yeah. oh, version right. the, the new version of the Xbox 360 yeah the slim. I, I couldn't get it in a quiet room so I couldn't tell you if it's actually quieter <laughs> obviously it didn't make much noise on the showroom floor <laughs> uh, it looks looks nice Do am I going to go run out and buy a new one now well, uh, now that mine I just read ringed I have to figure out if I want to go out and buy a new one or if I want to buy the arcade which is now just cut in price but yeah so it's got the new hard drive which is not compatible with the old hard drives yeah I think that's the big 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 issue is the fact that it does it you can't you know take out your whole old hard drive put it in there it's a brand new like integrated hard drive and then also you can't there's a couple things you gotta buy the $20 transfer kit should have been just included right in the box that's kind of silly and the other big thing is you can't get faceplates faceplates are dead now I was talking to a guy that does custom faceplates he makes it and I'm like so what do you think are you out of business he's like yeah pretty much thank you Microsoft you know because the faceplate doesn't come off the thing and you can't really do anything to it to put like over it because it's it's touch sensitive now there's really there's no buttons on it there's no physical buttons on the front of it anymore it also cannot red ring either allegedly which is stupid well no, no, it, no, can, no it can't no, red it ring can't. it physically cannot it doesn't have the ring of red lights to do it oh it has right. no it have a red dot yeah but it has no red leds other than the, the red dot oh okay so it'll be so now it'll just green ring yeah so now it'll be something different i mean again it uses less power and whatnot so i'm assuming that it's going to be a little cooler it's uh, they're saying it's quieter and i can see that because it has just the fans i think it's one big fan the other two smaller fans so yeah it's going to be make it a little bit quieter it also has uh, no uh memory card slots yeah no memory card slots which but which you really don't need USB anymore slots yeah it has the usb so you don't really need the memory card slots anymore because you can just use a usb cord usb drive anyway um these days the other difference is connect for the 360 will need a separate power supply where for this new one it has its own it has some sort of drive port or something on it for connect to uh, supply the power like i said 
I mean, I have no reason to go out and buy another one unless, you know, I guess my bolt, two of them break. So, I mean, Wi-Fi, yeah, it's nice. They're catching, they're playing catch up with, you know, Sony basically at this point with it. Yeah, I love how it's the shiny black look now that Sony had, you know, a couple of years ago. Years ago, before the, yeah, before they went to the flat, matte black. So, I mean, yeah, it looked neat. If you don't have an Xbox 360, obviously you're going to want to pick up that one. But yep. if you do have an Xbox 360, I mean, unless it really bugs you that it makes noise, then there's really, you know, no reason. No. All right, I can't think of anything else for the Microsoft keynote. I think that was, I'm trying to think, I think that was really it. Yeah. It's so hard because a lot of these keynotes and media, uh, press events, they cover, like, EA was there and would cover the same thing that they covered at the EA event. So it's like, everything's like a blur. I'm like, there, what was actually heard here and there and not there. But yeah, anyway, the next thing was the, we walked straight from there to the EA event, which again, I'm trying to think what also thing blew my mind. Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, pretty cool. I like that they're going old school with it. Uh, we got to play it on the floor. It plays pretty good. It looks really good. The graphics on it are ridiculous. When you hit cars, the smoke that comes and sparks that come off of it just looks great. Like, uh, you, you gotta look at the video and that's, you know, that's what you're getting off of it. The car, the control though was a little funky. Like, the cars just were very heavy and boat-like. Uh, we just, we didn't, for like Ferraris or uh, Lamborghinis that we were driving, we felt like we weren't, like, they just didn't have that light sports car control to them. The the way that it works now with the whole cops versus cha- uh, racers thing is really neat and the fact that you can just pop in and, if like you're online and like doing something as a racer I can pop in as a cop and we can start playing against each other which is pretty neat all the call outs that you can do the roadblocks and different special things again a lot of fun I love the classic Hot Pursuit on my PS2 so I can't yeah, wait for of it also. Hot Pursuit again <laughs> to come back out they showed that that was really nice and trying to go by the things that were really awesome Crisis 2 looks ridiculous we got to see it in 3D on the big screen also looked ridiculous just looked really really action packed some people for some reason were like upset that they crashed that they had a building fall down in New York City or like get over it <laughs> so there were some like murmurs in the crowd from that but it's like just seriously like you got an issue with this it's a video it's a game, game and there's there's aliens I mean <laughs> any other city it would have been fine yeah exactly you know, so, if it had been really like good. the Staples Center it would have been fine yes exactly if you're blowing up the place that we're sitting in right now it's alright yeah that that was that the see here's one DLC I didn't mind seeing they were getting a peek at was Bad Company 2 so they're going to Vietnam which is pretty uh, it's going to be interesting we're, they didn't really say anything about it other than saying like here's the trailer for our D- DLC so I don't know how it's going to play in the story because obviously it's we don't know if it's going to be the actual Vietnam War time frame or is it going to be like they're going back to Vietnam for whatever reason for a new war <laughs> so that's kind of still up in the air like how it's going to fit in with the game Dead Space 2 looks very good if you were a fan of the first Dead Space this is going to be a definite game that you're going to want to pick up look there's new weapons and things like that that they're showing off and it just it looked really it just looked really good and a lot more it seems like there's a lot more action to it than the first one now I actually have a list so I can go through the next one. I should have got my notebook out that would have been the smart thing but I don't know I still have my bag <laughs> like I was so tired last night uh, Medal of Honor 24 players playing online Jeez. going to be epic it you know since it's by uh since dice is doing it it felt it was just it felt like bad company 2 it looked really good it kind of was a hybrid of bad company 2's like strategy and the way it plays and call of duties uh and modern warfare's like fast pace speed because i always felt like bad company 2 is a little bit slower than what the uh, modern warfare is but you have all those like awesome aspects of bad company within it so it the, the online play is just going to be uh crazy it's all real locations or modeled after real 
locations in Afghanistan, which is nice. They didn't really show off more of the campaign. So, I mean, I got to see the campaign, the first, on the levels of the campaign a few months ago. And, uh, you know, it looks interesting. I don't know what else to say. They, like I said, they haven't really showed much other than here it is. Gun Club is kind of a throwaway thing. I think it's just a new name for the VIP club, VIP thing. That's all it really was. Ooh, more uh, guns. Yeah, because that's not going to create the whole violent video game thing. Yeah, exactly. That's not going to get you flack. So, whatever. They're just branding it so it's not, you know, so it's not VIP anymore, basically. That's my take on it, at least. MMA, uh, they moved into the EA Sports stuff, and uh, MMA was their big one that we haven't really seen much or heard all that much about. So, we got to see a little bit of that. It's going to, you know, they have all these locations around the world that you'll be fighting in. Uh, we actually got a chance to try it out, and the game is ridiculous. It looks amazing. It de- I, I have no reason to play UFC anymore after this, once this comes out. I mean, the only thing that's going to hurt EA MMA is the lack of the UFC names and the UFC, you know. The, the brand. Back. Yeah, but the game itself, it's it's like Fight Night, so it's got the same joy- It's got the same joystick controls, but as I asked them, will button controls be in there to begin with? And they said yes. We know everyone was pissed with the uh, Fight Night Round 4 when we didn't have uh, button controls right from the get-go, so those will be in there. But the game just looks amazing. I mean, UFC, it's photorealistic, I get it, but the body, they just look fake. And with Fight Night, it always looked, it looked really amazing. Like, you could see the muscles moving and just, it looked crazy. And that's how MMA looks. I mean, um, we were fighting and I got a cut. Uh, what were we doing? I think we were doing Couture and Fedor. And Couture got a cut under his eye and it started spreading. And once it started, like, he started sweating and everything, it just started smearing, like, all over his face and the blood is dripping. And it just, it didn't look, like, overly, like, hey, now the ring's covered in blood. It was, like, when his head got down, slammed down to the ground, that's where the blood was and stuff like that. It was just very, there's just so much detail to it. And it just looked awesome. Also, the nice thing is, is that you have, it's not just in the octagon. You also have, like, rings and you have the different rule sets from, like, Japan and Brazil. And then you got, like, the Strike Force rules. So it's, like, it's not just one type of game. You got multiple types of fighting games within it. Huh. And then they announced the whole live broadcast thing, which I got a feeling they're going to bring over to other EA Sports games where, uh, pick, yeah, exactly. They're going to pick top <laughs> players online and basically, like, have an online TV state, like, TV broadcast of you. And, like, you get to cut promos against your player and, or against your opponent and stuff like that. And then they air them and whatnot. So that's pretty neat. And of course, he's going to have the photo, whatever the photo face doohickey thing is that they got going on. You can be yourself in the game. Ooh. Active 2, it's now got a heart rate monitor. That's what I got from that. <laughs> Woo! Uh, you know, it works with Connect and it works with Connect and the PS3 and Wii. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say about it, sport, about these fitness games. You know, <laughs> it looked pretty neat. It seemed like you got a little bit more control over it and can do a little bit more than what you can with the first Active. And then there was Madden. What a Madden, surprise. Yeah, three on three. I, I was kind of surprised that they didn't show much of it, is the thing. Granted, I got to play it again. It's, you know, I don't three see... Three on three, huh? Yeah, three on three. It's pretty neat. I mean, I don't see the improvements in Madden as this year compared to last year as I did doing uh, NCAA. Yeah, the game flow feature is nice, but I'm not going to use it because I want to pick my plays, you know? I'm a football player. Yeah. That's the way it is. I, I don't like, because there's a point where it's when I'm playing the, the football games, it's like you want to be engrossed in it. You want to be feel like you're part of the game. It's like 25 minutes and the game's over. It just seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I understand their concept is like, well, the coach really isn't always calling the plays. It's usually the coordinators. All right. But it just, I don't know, it just seemed kind of boring when I had a chance to play with, uh, with game flow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they have the new way that you can structure, you can build your own playbook. So it's like instead of flipping through every single play, you can just open up your own playbook and there you go. Your favorite plays, the plays that you like at certain situations are there and ready to go. Yeah, that's great. But I don't see the big, huge, you know, jump that we saw from uh, 09 to 10. So I don't know. I just, like I said, I thought NCAA 11 is is uh, just, I don't know, better. <laughs> it seems more fun. It seems a little bit just... more like NCAA than it does like Madden. Yeah. At least so. to me, it just a little bit. It seems... It seems 
truer to the game to, yeah. to NCAA football than what Madden does to NFL these days. Uh, the next thing is Sims 3, which they didn't really go into much other than saying that the Sims have free will now and you can create a city of yourself. <laughs> they gave the Sims free will? Yes. Basically, this sounds like a, uh, <laughs> sounds like a bad idea. It sounds yeah, like exactly. the foundation for a sci-fi over. movie. I mean, like, are the Sims going to evolve into Skynet? <laughs> they might. They're going to take over your world. From what I gathered is that instead of like micromanaging a single Sim in a city, it seems like you're going to be micro- you're going to be managing an entire city of Sims. So it's going to be a little bit more like Sim a wider. City-ish. Yeah, Sim City-ish. There you go. <laughs> You'll be managing a, a city of Sims. Yeah. You might call it Sim City. Yeah, except you don't build. Well, no, you do build buildings because you can build your houses. Yep. <laughs> so that doesn't work. Bullet Storm. That was the other big one, right? Yeah, because I already said Crisis. Bullet Storm looks pretty cool. Kind of fear, feels gearish, but a little bit more like space sci-fi, I guess you can say. So gears in space. Yeah, but that doesn't really work because Gears is kind of in some sort of... Well, no, I wouldn't even say space because you're still on some sort of magical, you know, some sort of land with monster things. It's hard. <laughs> you could say it's a new Gears <laughs> with some different weapons. There we go. I don't know how to explain it, you know? <laughs> well, it, it's, to me, it seems like Gears with magical abilities sort of thing. Well, it's some sort of levitation gun thing. How does that sound? Gears with a levitation gun. Okay, we'll go um, with that. I mean, it seems a lot... So it's Gears it, with, with uh, Half-Life? Yes, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seemed neat. It looked really good. The destruction in the levels is pretty badass. Stuff just blowing up and bodies all over the place. It's going to be an interesting game, but I think it, it just, it, to me, it felt too much like Gears. And truthfully, uh, Gears 1, I thought it was great, and that was about it. Like, I just kind of, it never, for some reason, it didn't hold me to the series. I don't know what it was. It just, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was held into it, so. And then there was the Old Republic stuff again, right? Uh, the Old Republic. Love the... it. Love it. Um, yeah. Another game that, besides at the EA thing, seeing it, I uh, got to sit down with it at LucasArts. Um, love it. It looks, it just, uh, there's so many good things going on right now with that game. Uh, it's going to appeal to, to so many gamers. Like people that, you know, there's an MMO crowd and there's a not MMO crowd and there's no real gray area. Like if people that kind of like it, uh, you either like MMOs or you hate them. I think this is going to be one of those games that's going to create that kind of in-between area because it play it plays out very much like uh, Knights of the Old Republic, but then it has all those great aspects of you know. It's I hate keep saying that it has those great aspects of World of Warcraft, but World of Warcraft is like the top MMO game out there. So it's like you know you, really, you, you have to say that it's it's good. I mean, there's. You can say it's not for you, but you can't say it's bad. 11 million people will surely disagree with you if you say it's bad. Right, exactly. So it's like, it's, and, and you can't, you have to, if you make an MMO game, you have to, you have to kind of mirror it because those are the good, it's got every good thing that people want in an MMO game. So it's like, you need to have those components and then more components. Right. Um, and that's what Star Wars, the Old Republic has. I mean, it has, it's going to have all the PvP, you know, stuff. It's going to have the gear progression. It's going to have now, um, well, we found out ships and um so it's gonna have a lot of those things it's gonna have crafting it's going to have an economy of sorts which we don't really know about yet um and then it's going to have all those rpg stuff that you liked in the knights of the old republic which is what's going to make this game special uh you can play it out as a single player you don't need to be in that mmo group of people so you can just go about it as it, it as if it was just a regular rpg game um, that you pay 15 dollars a month for that you pay 15 dollars a month for exactly <laughs> 
the voice act, everything's voice acted, which is very nice. Um, I'm trying to think how to explain. Like, there's just so much to talk about. Wait, it. voice activated. Voice acting. Did I say voice activated? Voice acting. No, you, you voice said acted. acted. Oh, okay. Okay. So everything's voice acted in the game, which is nice. So again, it makes it feel like a real console RPG game instead of a game where you're reading text. <laughs> that most people wow. just click through and just go, okay, what do I need to kill? Exactly. Yeah, but think about it this way. You can't click through the voice acting. Uh, no, you, you know, I was able to in my hands on, I was able to push, I think I hit space bar and it skipped, like it skipped ahead to like their next thing. So you can, at least in the, okay. The, so the, everyone's just going to skip through the voice acting then. I guess, but it's, it's more entertaining. It at least gives you, like, I didn't feel like I needed to skip through the voice acting. I just did it to do it, <laughs> you know, to see if I could do it. Um, but I don't think you were going to want to because it's at least, I don't want to read. I'd rather watch something, you know, it's a video ah. game. It's just like movies. You don't want to read subtitles. You want to watch the movie. I, I do have to say, though, after watching a bunch of foreign films, there's a point where you're not actually really reading the subtitles. You're actually it, it takes a while to do. But sorry, it's my own personal film major coming out. Well, every episode of Lost that involved the Quans, I hated those episodes because I'm like, damn it, I want to see what's going on, and I can't take this damn reading. <laughs> it, it takes a while. It took me about eight foreign films to finally get it down. Uh, so that, that that's I think that's about all of EA's. Uh, yeah, I mean I could keep going on Old Republic. I mean it was because I could tie it in, so this way I don't have to talk about LucasArts once we get to that point. But um, so you got ships. You're going to be able to upgrade your ships. Uh, we got a feeling you'll be able to customize your ships uh, just because they're big enough where you can bring your friends and show off your ship. Uh, they weren't saying anything other than that you're getting that you'll be getting ships. So, um, <laughs> we will have ships. Yeah, there'll be ships. Uh, and they'll be your home base. That's where you're going to do all your stuff and go back to and blah, 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 blah. Uh, there'll be uh, PvP war zones. So basically battlefields like in World of Warcraft. Um, so they pluralized it. They again didn't say is it going to be like multiple per planet, one per planet, or whatnot. Uh, but there will be war zones. Uh, what was the other thing? They showed off the the, the gear progression, which is really good. Uh, they showed off on a bounty hunter, so it was pretty badass. Just the different, the varying levels of gear as they got uh, further into the game. But obviously, that's with again with every MMO. There's gear progression. So uh, the actual playing hands on was pretty solid, even at this stage. Uh, they obviously it's coming out next spring. There's no they wouldn't say when the beta is going to start, but I got a feeling it's imminent just because of how solid the game was that we got to play. Uh, I got to play as a Sith Inquisitor, so I got some hand-to-hand combat with like a with a training lightsaber. It worked. It wasn't as like they their whole thing was like, oh, it's going to have hand-to-hand lightsaber combat that flows and looks really good. It was still a bit clunky. Um, like I got to points where I was just staring at the NPC and they weren't doing anything. So I mean, it, it it worked. Like when I did like a my slash move into like a force power, that flowed really good. Uh, the smuggler got. To, I just wanted to try out the cover system. At first, I was like, ah, what am I doing here? Because the cover system is like an ability, uh, so it's part of like your hot your action bar. So you have to actually target an enemy in order to actually get into cover. So that just there's a little bit of a curve there as far as understanding that it's not like a console game where you can just go run up to a wall and you're in cover. Uh, but it works once you know. It's a pretty neat concept for an MMO is being able to take cover behind things. Uh, then you have a whole new, you have a whole set of actions in cover as well. So it's like you got two sets of uh, attacking gameplay with the smuggler and the bounty hunter are going to do that. Uh, I think no, not the bounty hunter. Yeah, just the smuggler. There's another character that's going to do that. I believe have the cover system. Uh, graphically, it's, it's a mixed bag. It kind of, it kind of looks like the Star Wars animated series, like the textures in the game. The Clone Wars. 
Yes, but it doesn't have that bot like it doesn't have that funky body structure. Oh, I shouldn't even say it's kind of like a three D. Like you know how like some like when they turn something into a three D like from those two D animations and whatnot. It kind of has that like it's still very it's a very smooth look. I guess you could say like everything's very smooth. Um, that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> But it's it's got a it's got an odd look to it. That's all I gotta say. Are we, really... are we talking like Team Fortress Two sort of look or? Yeah, but a little bit more, a little bit, uh, a little bit better than that. A little less animated than that. Okay. But yes, similar. That's a good way to put it. Uh, similar to that, but it doesn't have like the funky body shapes or anything like that. Um, so it's sort of got that cell animation, but not. Not. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, the lighting, like, the lightsabers looked freaking awesome. Explosions looked really good. And just the environments. Like, they showed, if you remember a couple, couple months ago when they show, first started showing off the environments, um, and they're like, here, you're walking out of a cave, and it goes to this, like, open, expansive environment. Yeah, it really looks like that. And just the environments look really good. So, um, it, and like I said, at this point, the, the uh, area that they had us running around in was just very solid. So I, I could very, I could see them being very close to beta. So, I mean, obviously, they wouldn't tell us but uh yeah so uh, guys when's your game going into beta uh our marketing department told us not to reveal that information yeah exactly so but hey lucas arts people are very awesome i you know we enjoyed ourselves over there um yeah we also saw force unleashed 2 which i guess we can get into a little bit later but uh yeah it was just awesome. <laughs> okay, so are we done with EA now? Yes, we're totally done with EA now. Okay, like I said this is long. E3 where, was long. Where did you go after that? Uh, went back to the room to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'd probably do like the speed version from here on out. Okay, can do that. Uh, yeah, went to a room to take a nap. Uh, didn't go to Ubisoft, uh, though we did see. I like, here. I can I see. I'm covering some of the stuff from the day, so we could, we're gonna. Yeah. Speed well, so what uh, happened? At, uh, what was the next press event you went to? Activision. Activision's badass $10 billion concert with Fireworks, Eminem, Rihanna, Usher, uh, Deadmau5, uh, David Guetta, amongst others. <laughs> and free so, booze and food. So this wasn't much of a press conference. This was more of a, hey, look who we uh, signed up to uh, sing a little song. Tony Hawk was there. He's, he did a jump. So he's so old that he doesn't do tricks anymore. He literally just goes off a ramp and lands. Uh, which is kind of funny. <laughs> My brother's like, why is he not doing a trick? And I'm like, because he's old. He might break something. He makes more money do, making video games than he does skateboarding. Um, so, I mean, they showed off videos and stuff like that. I mean, they got new Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's got another skateboard, which, you know, that's very weird when we have this thing called Connect, which should be able to do that, right? Oh, no, it can't really do that. Um, so, yeah. So they got a new, they improved the skateboard for Tony Hawk. Uh, DJ Hero 2 is coming out. Uh, there's a ton more music to it. Uh you know, Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there we go. Activision done. It was just a, it was by far the best E3 event I think ever. That's because um, it was a concert with free booze. Yeah, exactly. I mean, granted, Microsoft handed out free Xboxes, but the concert was much better than a free Xbox. <laughs> you uh, get an Xbox, you get an Xbox, you get it. But I, where's the booze? I don't know. If you want to know something, here's a little insight, little inside rumors. Not a lot of people got free Xboxes. There's some uh, shenanigans going on with that. Oh, good really? times. It looked like a pretty small theater, too. Uh, they cut it. It was about 1,500 people. And then they also had this quote-unquote satellite viewing. Um, but even those 1,500 people was very hand-selected and mostly investors and stuff like that, apparently allegedly um that's just the rumors from the show floor a lot of people were very confused on what the hell was going on with this old free xbox thing so uh, but that's all allegedly that's just what i overheard at at e3 um you hear so some yeah. of the great stuff waiting in line for demos you definitely do and you run into some some interesting people 
um, which I'll go into when we get to my first day at E3. So anyway, I'm not sure we're going to make it to your first day at E3, <laughs> We're almost there. Tuesday, uh, Sony. Uh, was Nintendo first or was Sony first? I didn't go to Nintendo, so Nintendo I can't tell you. But oh, I, no. The big thing with Nintendo was the 3DS, obviously. Um, it's neat. They really were just showing off the tech. They weren't really showing off games of it. Um, and I kind of got, we got the impression that it wasn't really pop out of your face, you know, pop out to your face 3d. It was more just depth of field. Like it seemed like the, the, uh, the, the actual handheld was really deep type thing. So it's neat, but again, they didn't show anything. It was just like, here's the tech so, demo. Here's the tech well, demo. so it, it come out of the screen, but it goes far into the screen. Right. Exactly. It's kind of, it's like backwards 3d. If you think about it, like, cause you don't have glasses, so you can't get that pop out into your face thing. Like, like the glass itself is kind of acting as the, you know, glass glasses type thing. So it's kind of, it doesn't really give you that pop out sensation. It's more of a, just everything looks really deep. Like it actually is, you know, you get that feeling that there's 3d and that there's multiple levels of stuff, but it's not the pop out of your face. Like I'm sticking things out of the screen that you feel to it. But again, it's also, they were just showing a tech demo. It was very, it wasn't like, oh, here's the new Zelda on it or something like that. Um, so yeah. So yeah, there's the new Zelda and then there's the new Donkey Kong. Yeah, you guys can talk about it. Don't like, uh, um, I've been yapped. Feels like there's a golden eye. Yeah, which I'm so weirded about the new golden eye. Uh, there's a new Kid Icarus. Um, there's this new trailer for Metroid Other M, Epic Mickey, um, yeah, that was about it. I think the Penny Arcade comic actually just sums it up. Yeah, there's a bunch of games. Peace, we're out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's about it. I also love how technically you could watch 3D movies on your 3DS. I don't know if I really would yep. want to. It's kind of tiny. Well, yeah. it's it's got actually no. I mean, the the top screen is about the size of like an iPhone. Yeah, 3.5 inches. I'm not a big fan of watching movies on my iPhone. Oh, so, um, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to log into someplace and my one password widget thing is not in the new Safari. Oh, so I don't know my password. Safari fail. No, I think there's something I had to download and update or something. Surprise. Okay. So then you went Uh, to the E3, you went to the Sony one, right? Sony, uh, very long and friggin' long and long. Uh, (laughs) it ran over two hours, which is ridiculous. Totally screwed up my schedule. Um, Mm -hmm. the consensus is many of us, many of us will not be going to Sony next year if it's at the same time. That's basically, that was the consensus in the audience. Uh, the move stuff is pretty neat. They showed off this game sorcery, uh, which was, yeah, a little kitty for my case, but just the control and the way that the move works with it, with your controlling your magic wand and shooting off magical spell things with it. It was a pretty neat concept and I can definitely see why buttons are very good in games and you need buttons in games. <clears throat> Connect <clears throat> doesn't have buttons. And I was sitting and clapping at the connect to make it select things, and it really wasn't listening. Um, so that's why buttons are nice. <laughs> but uh, actually, I did a little bowling with with Move, and it works really good. And again, having buttons is very good because it was very easy to move around and navigate and select and do what I'm doing. And then the edit, having the motion, is cool, and it works. I mean, I was able to do a nice straight power but shot with my bowling ball or I but how is that any it. different than we bowling oh it's not any different than we bowling I, it's not at all but uh it seems to be a, a little bit more um what's the word you know it, it really isn't now with Wii motion plus now that i even think about that and that can track your twisting of the wrist and whatnot because that's the one nice thing with move is that it can track that um yeah it's really not any different they're not microsoft and sony aren't doing anything new here you know um, and again, am I going to play move a lot? Probably not. 
Uh, it's definitely got some neat games. I think the games and it will work a lot better than what Connect will, and we'll be able to play like the SOCOMs and a little bit more of the quote unquote core games uh, with Move than we will with uh, with uh, Connect. But again, it's still it's going to be a very niche niche. I hate that word. That was the word. That was like the word of E three niche. Uh, going to be a very niche audience. I, I, the one thing that I am looking forward to, but probably never going to be able to play, because I will not be getting a move or OPS3, but putting combining Jack and Sly and Ratchet all together. Yes, and that seems like, an, again, that seems like a very neat concept game. Um, you know, they're putting all their big themes together in one game. That's, that's yeah. it. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. <laughs> See, when I saw that, my internet crapped out right as they were announcing it. So I saw the very beginning and the very end, and then I had to go on to chat, and I had to ask people, did Sony just announce their own version of Smash Brothers? <laughs> Oh, I never thought Wait, of it. You weren't talking about that. Would be really, really cool, but would be total property theft. Well, how, no, no, well, then Smash Brothers came before that whole thing when it was Capcom versus Marvel. Didn't that come first? It yeah, was, Marvel Capcom came first, but even so. But this is more of an adventure game than just a fighting game. Yeah, it, it was a combined platform adventure, is what I was told. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it would be pretty funny if Sony tried to put all their IP together and did a version of Smash Brothers. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say no to that. Granted, I have been saying no to the PS3, so therefore, by proxy, I am saying no to you that. Say no. <laughs> it would be pretty cool, though. I'm not sure who you'd get, though. Well, uh, I don't really have that many at this point. I, well, they do. You get, like, Drake, and I would say Mel, the, like, Solid Snake and stuff, but those Except are, he's in no Nintendo already. Yeah. And they're no longer exclusive. Um, yeah, they, basically, get Drake and, and Kratos. And, uh, yeah, Kratos, Little Big Planet. Yeah, Sackboy. Sack Sackboy. Um, one of the guys from Killzone 3. Oh, here you go. The hell guess. Um, you can do uh, Sweet Tooth, speaking of which. New Twisted Metal game on the PS3. Oh, that. This Twisted Metal is back. Looked, again, badass. As it always um, has. They added, they've added air now to it. Really? So you got yeah. helicopters. <laughs> so it's a new dimension of the game. Uh, oh, literally. It's new, like, multiplayer, some multiplayer modes and things like that. Um but it looks really, really, it just looked really good. I'm very excited for it. Big Twisted Metal fan. That was one of the game, like one of the games that uh, I had back when the PlayStation came out. Um, what was the other? The other Sony. There's two other Sony things, I guess. Uh, Portal Two is coming to the PlayStation Three. Yeah, with all, all of right. the Steamworks stuff. You're right. With all the Steamworks stuff, which is uh, nice. Uh, which is know, which is kind of a turnaround it. from uh, Gabe Newell saying that there was so many things wrong with the PS3, like what two three years ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's teaming up with PS3. So yeah, big money. Yeah, we can't, can't blame him. Um, and then PlayStation Network is getting PlayStation Plus, so you can pay and get some extra features. Which, uh, if you really need demos early and other things, I guess then that's worth it for you. But I really was kind of I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, Xbox get, Live. The nice you know. thing is you. Yeah, but you get the there's a you get a classic game you get some games that you get for free like you'll get some of the um, what were they the min, the minis Mod or whatever or whatever Mod Racer no 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 there's like this, the game like the old school PlayStation games and stuff like that and some like just these indie games and things like that instead of paying for them you get a, you get to use them for like the month that they feature them so it's like you get free you do get some free game con free games to play for a limited time well no you're able to keep you're able to keep all the content for the duration of your subscription so as long as you keep paying these. 50 bucks a year you can keep playing those old school full length PlayStation Network games right that's what it, I forgot what they called them I'm only so blank but anyway we're trying to barrel all through this so uh, yeah 
yeah. it is what it is. So anything you else from Sony? Uh, um, they're, they're trying to do the whole limited edition stuff still again. Yeah, they, obvious. But that's more the publishers than Sony, I think. Again, trying to make a couple bucks by getting you to buy the Sony version and the Xbox version if you want both. Um, whatever. I'm not a big fan of limited editions or anything like that. No. Get it. Yeah, get it so, out to as many people as possible, please. And, there, were, uh, there were two Kevin things. Butler. Kevin Butler. Who did a, his speech was actually really nice. Oh, it was amazing. Every, their jokes were great. Their smashing of Microsoft, phenomenal. Yeah, but not even that. I mean, his... He did kind of poke fun at Microsoft, but at the end of his speech, it was, we're all gamers, we're all the same, shut up fanboys. Yeah, exactly. It was fun. It was, it was you know, that part was very good. Glad Although this new ad campaign for the PSP is garbage. Uh, it's horrendous. <laughs> horrendous. Why won't the PSP it? just die? It reminds me very much of All I Want for Xmas is a PSP. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was basically Sony. Uh, from there, we arrived two hours late to the convention center because this Sony press conference ran forever, and then it was a zoo getting out, trying to get on the shuttle back to the convention center. Uh, from there, so I guess you guys just want my like top favorite stuff of it. Yeah, or actually, there's there's something I, I was uh, two things I had seen that I, I kind of pulled from the convention. One was that there are a lot of releases that are not scheduled for November. Uh, yes, there's quite a few for spring. I mean, some of my favorite, one of my favorites for spring is like XCOM. Looks really good from 2K. Uh, very neat concept. If I never played the original game, uh, what it basically is is there's this secret agency uh, working in the government to uh, protect us from the invading aliens. And it's in 19 in the 1950s. It was pretty pretty neat concept. You got to go out, save people, also make uh, go earn money for the agency and research the alien tech. So you can defeat them. Uh, so all, uh, I, all I have to say to that is directed towards Andy. Ha! What? How was how that a ha towards me? That it, it's no longer clustering around the holidays. Certainly not nearly as much as it used no. to. No, yeah, it definitely is, is spread out. Like a lot of these games I expect to see next year as well. Um, so yeah. But nah. I'm trying to think of any other ones that were spring. Other than like Star Wars The Old Republic, XCOM. Uh, so other than the niche titles where they know they have an audience and are able to release them outside of the holiday season? Right. There's a, <laughs> look at what's come out in the last three months. All the games that were originally supposed to be coming out in the holiday season yet got delayed. Delayed, yes. <laughs> huh? Huh? What now, Dave? What now? Hmm? Uh, and the, the second thing was that I had been hoping that there was a reverse of a trend that I was really enjoying, which was the death of the exclusive. Uh, and it seems that Sony and Microsoft both both figured out how to regain exclusivity, which is build different hardware. Uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, there's also they announced like uh, uh, Activision, right? Was it Activision announced or Microsoft announced their exclusive deal with Activision with getting DLC and stuff like that? Which yeah, kind of sucks. It was so much easier when it was just like, here's the games, you know, buy them on your favorite system. Um. Now it's like now you got to sit and make choices and decide: are you going to want this or that and that and this? So it just it's a headache. But whatever. I don't want to make decisions. Make so yeah, I just want to play a game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, but uh, some big things that I enjoyed: those some of my top games. Uh, Force Unleashed Two looked ridiculous. Um, there's some new Force powers. Mind Trick is pretty badass. Where you. Uh, the stormtroopers will either blow up, like their brains will explode. Uh, they'll fight each other, or my favorite, they'll kill themselves by like jumping off cliffs. <laughs> so it's really pretty neat. Because um, that's not dark side. Yeah, it looked. It just it, the game looked really amazing, um, and played. It seemed like it played just as well as the uh, first one. 
less sto- less stormtroopers, but they're more unique. If you remember in the first one, it seemed like every stormtrooper, no matter who they were, it was like exact. It was an exact copy. Uh, now the different u- stormtrooper units are actually very unique and have different strengths and weaknesses. So, uh, so the AI is a little bit more diverse and won't be just hack and slash as boring as you know the first one was. Aren't, uh, aren't the stormtroopers supposed to be one. clones though? Not at this point in the. Ah, yeah. okay. Sorry, I better know where we are in the. We're just before the the first one. Force Unleashed one is like just before uh, a New Hope. Like you're you're bringing together the rebels, okay, and forming the Rebel Alliance. So yeah, there you go. So I guess not just before a New Hope, but not too far away from it. Okay. Uh, Codemasters, very impressed with Codemasters. They had uh, they're showing F1 2010, which if you're not a racing fan, I guess you're not really going to care about. But uh, it's running off the same engine that Dirt 2 and Grid were running, so it looks really good and very customizable. So any racer, no matter what level um, you are, could really jump in and play and have fun with the game. There's some neat stuff with like their season mode where you can interact with the media in the game, and that's going to uh, dictate how you're perceived on and off the track and what type of contracts you'll get and stuff like that. And the game just looked really good. The a lot, of, a lot of really interesting detail from the water droplets on the on your camera and car to when you drive off the track and sand and rocks get caught up in the tire and then slowly wear off as you race. Um, and then they also had body count, which is from the not from the entire development team of Black, but from many of the developers that were on the development team for Black. So it's a lot of action, a lot of things going on, a lot of things blowing up. Uh, it's a very neat game. It's still early in development, so there's still a lot of texture issues and stuff like that. But you know, the game itself is very cool. Uh, and just the way that you can just blow your make your own doors and everything and just the destruction was ridiculous. Uh, so that was good. Kill Zone three, epic. Uh, everything we've been seeing in the videos that they've ever been releasing, it's right there. It looks very good. The particle effects in the game are amazing. The explosions are amazing. It just it just was an awesome game, both in two D and three D. Uh, yeah, just loved it. Cannot wait for uh, Kill Zone three. The jetpacks, just everything in that game was just awesome. Uh, Kill Zone is a great series, great shooter game. Uh, Gran Turismo five is very solid. Looks very good. Uh, yes, there's the NASCAR in it. Not the full. It's not full NASCAR. So uh, don't be like, oh, this is going to be my NASCAR replacement. Uh, it's also, and I hate, I, like, I actually got angry at the at the guys there. They're like, oh, you can take the NASCAR tra- cars on, like, Nuremberg. I'm like, yeah, but the NASCAR cars don't race on Nuremberg. So that makes no sense. Um, so, yeah. Top Gear test track. <laughs> I did yeah, see that. I thought of you, Andy. Speaking of which, Top Gear is going to be on in seven days, nine days? No one no. cares, Andy. But you're going to say like seven minutes, and that's why you have to go. No. Rush. No, fifth gear is probably on in a couple of hours. But uh, try to think what are the other ones. Well, Vanquish from Sega, awesome, awesome shooter. Again, another game that just looks ridiculous. There's so much going on in it. Uh, just the graphics are insane. It played really fun. Unfortunately, the demo they didn't put a lot of ammo in, so we kept running out of ammo. But uh, that is all. That's going to be an awesome third-person shooter. Uh, Vanquish coming from Sega. Uh, Going through this. Oh, um, Ubisoft had Driver and Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And eh, I mean, I it's just it's just Assassin's Creed. You know, it's just more of Assassin's well, Creed. But it's it's a very ingenious little multiplayer version of Assassin's Creed. But it is. But it's also it's, got uh, a sequel aspect to Assassin's Creed Two into it as well. So. Cool. I don't know. I just felt kind of mixed on it. I wasn't like, all right. I, it's, I think it's, another, again, another series that's like, I loved Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed 2 is much better, but for some reason, it's just not keeping me captive to the game. Um, but we'll have to see how this one goes, though, because the creative director for Assassin's Creed left Ubisoft Montreal, didn't he? So Yeah, I couldn't tell you. If, <laughs> I remember just reading that just like a day or two ago, so there, it might not be, I don't know. 
story-wise, it might not be as yeah. decent. Yeah. Uh, but they did have Driver. Driver's coming back, going old school. Uh, hopefully old school. Huh? I'm saying hopefully old school, because Driver 1 was great. Driver 2, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Driver 3 was burned at the stake. So yeah. hopefully this one is more of one and less uh, of really, three. It's going old school with a twist. Uh, Tanner is in a coma. Ooh. And he's kind of, he, Tanner, he's the guy. The no, no, I said, ooh, coma. not a who. I know, I, I've played the oh, driver okay. series. So okay, I, so uh, yeah, he's in a coma and he's basically in San Francisco, like in San Francisco, you know, fighting crime and being, being Tanner. Uh, it's got some neat concepts to it. The big one being shift. Uh, what happens is you can, and because you're in this quote unquote coma, uh, and it's a little, it can be a little bit out there. He can jump from car to car. So basically you hit the button and you can scan through the city to another car, like where something's going on. And then you play out the mission. So it's open. It's like open world. And then as you progress in the game, you can get further, further, you can see further around the city. So you can jump further into further places. Um, so it's a really neat concept. So it's like, if you're in like some crappy car, you can jump into another one to speed up or, or let's say there's a police going on you can jump into one police car and then like if you mess up you can shift into the other police car that's still going so it's a neat it's a neat concept it worked really well for the multiplayer stuff in it so uh yeah it's gonna be interesting and it felt really old school you know driver ish uh i was kind of excited and surprised with it uh i'm trying to think the other there's so many games uh wwf blah whatever their new all-star games is pretty neat uh or wwe i'm sorry yeah it's all the uh, same to me it's all wrestling uh, bethesda had some good some bethesda had some quality stuff uh brink looked really good uh hunt it looked pretty cool a little weird hunted uh brink though was a lot of fun they were going to be using some neat concepts as far as how it plays out uh it's going to be it may, it's basically multiplayer based but you can play it solo and then like if your friends see you online they could jump into your game and start playing with you. Uh, the concept of the game is you're, there's like this arc saving people. It was only built for 5,000, but now there's 50,000 on it. So now there's the security force of the people that are supposed to be on the arc and the rebels that are the people that should be, that also want to be on the arc and they're kind of fighting. Um, so you got to do different missions like blow up, you know, something like that per, per se. Um, and if you're playing as the rebels, you're obviously going to go blow up the computer system. But if you're playing as a security force, you are trying to protect that computer system. So it's like you're getting two games because you can play as either side. And then, like I said, your friends can jump in and out and play with you or against you uh, very easily is super customizable. Everything is customizable as you earn uh, experience in the game. So it's kind of got a, role, a little bit of a role-playing aspect in it. Um, your weapon your co- to your costume, everything is customizable and it's really pretty neat. Uh, definitely, definitely enjoyed it. It's going to be a lot of fun when that comes in. Uh, Hunt It, like I said, is pretty neat. Good-looking game. Uh, not really top of my list, but interesting uh, Fallout stuff. It's Fallout. I wish that they would update the engine so it looked a little bit better. Yeah. All right, John, I, I think I got to cut you off. <laughs> Dave's, Dave's getting annoyed that we're here going long again. Uh, all right, Disney, awesome stuff. Tron looked good. The new <laughs> no, no, we're done. done. <laughs> we're done. I got to hit the random topic, and we, we got to end. All right. Hit the as much topic. as I wanted, as I, you know, I'd love to let you keep going, but we I used my 60-minute my override. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go that long after you hung up on me. What? It's only been, oh, it's been 20, wow, 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Three is way too big. Yes. 45,600 people were there this year. <laughs> too many people. Oh, yeah, but anyway. But okay. The right. show is too big. Too much stuff. Go so, ahead. So, random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time since there's only four left, and we don't have a comment system up yet. Stare. <laughs> Evil stare. Dodge. Dodge. Um, the video game character you would like to hang out with. Gordon Freeman. What? So, just... <laughs> 
I was going to say, but he doesn't really have a voice. He doesn't talk at all. I, I want to know what he sounds like. <laughs> what happens if he's mute? <laughs> then it will be a very interesting time, and we can have a, a fantastic drawing-based discussion of applied modern physics. <laughs> oh, hmm. Wow. I would have to say... I'm trying to think of someone. Yeah. Hmm. I want to hang out with Star Fox. I can see it. Because he's a, he's a talking fox and he flies a bad-ass ship. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, I would say either Sam Fisher mm. or um, John Shepard from Mass Effect. Mm. That's that's all I can think of. As those would be two guys just to, to hang out with. Because think of Sam Fisher, the, the war stories that you would hear. <laughs> I okay. from a ceiling yeah. of the two guys and snap their necks simultaneously. Could be some interesting stories. Or you guys could go on an adventure. That'd be fun, too. Yeah. Oh, I would probably be dead or have a broken leg or something. It would it would not end pretty. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that's what I've got. All right. So, John, before you go, any any uh, site you would like to plug? Yes, my site, please. VGRevolution.com. Plenty more E3 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know when you guys are posting this, but uh, there'll be some videos up there shortly. I need to edit them because we have too many of them. So, uh, yeah, all the E3 goodness as well as other goodness reviews, news. Check it out, vgrevolution.com. Actually, I think we have, I think we are .net and .org now as well, too. Nice. Moving up in the world. But, uh, yeah, I got some reviews to do, so uh, I'm glad you're cutting me short because I have too much work right now. <laughs> All right. Up. Well, it's been fun having you, as always. Yes, thank you. Sorry that I talked too much, but it was a long event for yeah. a week, and I'm exhausted, and I should go back to sleep. Okay. All right. We're out of here. <laughs> oh, man, more editing.